guys, this is Dee Williams, and you are listening to episode number 11 of the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. Let's get fired up. Welcome to StaffingStartup.tv, the podcast that gives you direct access to the world's leading recruitment, staffing, and startup experts. Dee Williams speaks with amazing thought leaders, venture capitalists, and technology trendsetters about their journey, challenges, and successes related to recruitment, staffing, and hiring. Now, here's your host, Dee Williams. You know, I get so fired up when I get to hang out with you guys on the StaffingStartup.tv podcast because we get to talk about one of the things that I love to talk about the most, which is recruitment, staffing, hiring, talent acquisition, diversity and inclusion. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I don't want to, you know, (laughs) I don't want to push you guys away. What I really want to do is bring you into my world and allow you guys to see a different perspective of recruitments and staffing. A lot of times we get into job opportunities or career opportunities and we, we just do the job, right? And it's just like, oh, but, you know, recruitment and staffing is one of those careers one of those industries that it never gets boring because we deal with people and people are so freaking unpredictable. So today we're going to talk about what you can do, the top three things that you can absolutely do to ensure either your recruiting desk is on point. I'm talking fired up, moving and doing all of the things that you want it to do. And, or if you're a startup, if you're a staffingpreneur, what you you can do for your niche recruitment and staffing business to really help generate activity and to start seeing some profitable outcomes. Who wants a profitable recruitment desk? Who wants a profitable business? You, you, me, of course, right? So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get started, this particular episode is sponsored by Identifies Consulting. If you're ready to build a high-performing team, do you have people on your team who are no longer aligned with the goals and the mission of your company? You don't have to worry. Identifies Consulting is your number one strategic play when it comes to hiring intrapreneurial recruitments and HR talent. You can build the right team for your business when you hire true business partners in recruitment and HR. Learn more at IdentifiesConsulting.com. That's I-D-E-N. T-I-F-I-Z-E consulting.com or dial 866-432-8801. Now let's talk about the top three things that you can do. And I'm going to add a couple of honorable mentions in there because uh, three is, is, you know, for this podcast. Um, And if you're watching on YouTube, then, (laughs) then it's for you as well. But There are definitely more things that you can do, but we're going to talk about the top three. So there is not, I don't want to say that there is a specific level of importance. Like all three things are absolutely imperative, but I'm going to start with um, one of the things that I feel like is the most important uh, a task or function that you do as a recruitment professional in 20, uh, where are we at? 2018, right? It's imperative. And that is research. Now, 
so interesting because I find that a lot of newbies, rookie, rookie recruiters, or um, folks that are have been in the business for more than 10 years and are used to recruitments and staffing being a specific way. Um, I find that um, people that are coming into the industry, they want to see results so quickly that they miss out on key pieces of the business that they have to do in order for this business to be successful. And the first thing that I that comes to my mind is research. You've got to be able to research everything. <laughs> I, when I say everything, I mean everything. Every time you connect with someone on LinkedIn, you want to research. Every time you see a company that you want to do business with, you want to research. Yes, you want to research candidates too. And we're going to dive into this conversation in a little bit. StaffingStartup.tv is your number one source for news, information, and live interviews specific to the growth and success of niche recruiting and staffing agency business owners, staffingpreneurs. <laughs> Hilarious. I got caught up. Okay, so I needed, <laughs> my bumper needed to play and I, I talked over the bumper, so I'll edit that out if you're listening. If you're listening, listen, you've got to be able to make mistakes too and laugh at them and keep moving. And because I'm recording this live, I had, I made a mistake. I got to keep moving. So anyway, uh, I love you guys Mwah, for all of your support. So, okay. So research, right? So you got to do research. So some people I, I've heard uh, my clients say research candidates, D, I've got to research candidates too. Yes, yes, yes. Because especially when you're talking about high performing talent. Now, if, so let me, so if you are in the commercial staffing space, there's probably less research that you're going to do on your candidates per se, because in the commercial space, it's typically high volume activity, right? Most companies in the commercial space aren't looking for quote unquote, high performing talent. They're looking for somebody who's going to come in and do the job, right? And and that's okay. But when you start getting into the professional solutions space, uh, what companies are competing on, their actual competitive advantage is 1000% high performing talent or talent uh, that is passionate about not just getting the job done, but solving challenges and different things like that. So when you're in that professional solution space, those professionals are a little bit more um, picky. I want to say picky. They're more deliberate about who they're working for, who they're working with, what type of team they're on. They understand their value in most instances, and they want to take that value to an organization that's going to absolutely appreciate them. And so you're going to have to research, do some research on them. You want to talk to them and make sure that they're the right fit and to make sure that you are establishing that relationship and to make sure all of those other things, right? So yes, you're going to research your candidates in some instances. And from... Now, on the client side, right, if you're in recruitment and staffing, you want to research not just the hiring managers that you're looking to potentially do business with, but you also want to research the company. You want to know what their goals are, what their what types of initiatives they're working on, what type of challenges they're experiencing, what type of um, what's in the news. The first thing I do when I find a company that I want to connect with and do business 
with is I go to their website. I see if they have a blog. I see if they have some news. I go to Google News to see if they're in the news and um, and use those things as a starting point, as an entryway for me to get in the door and to start the conversation. So I just want to clarify, research, research, research is imperative. You do not want to attempt to connect with or to do business with someone without conducting your early research. When you're talking about candidates who have done some amazing things, when you start off with doing some research on them and you're not just reaching out like blindly connecting, and it's fine to blindly connect to some degree, but when you're actually having conversations, you want to be able to to really talk about some of the amazing things that that person has done and and let them know that you're not just that recruiter who's reaching out randomly, but you've actually taking the time to look at their profile to, you know, and, and to see what it is that they've done to start that conversation. So research is one of the first things that I would make just absolutely imperative for me to do. I know that it is time consuming. If you don't have the time, outsource the first part or the 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 uh, a portion of the research and then you come back in and take full advantage of continuing that research at a higher level to get things done right to connect and to have the proper conversations the second thing that i would like to say is um <laughs> Um, generating activity in your business, okay? This is the second thing that I would say is the most um, important thing that you can do to to bring your business, your recruitment and staffing business to life, to bring your recruitment desk to life. So many times we think that when we get in front of that desk that everything is just going to start coming to us and that's so old school thinking. Right now, you've got to go out and get it, you know? And so generating Generating that activity in your business is going to absolutely be imperative. So we're going to continue to talk about what that looks like in just a moment. Attention, all computer and information technology professionals. It is estimated that the business of placing contract technology workers is at least a billion dollar industry. And today, we want to show you how you can become a supplier of tech talent to companies all over the world. That's right. You can put your IT colleagues on contract and build them out. It's not rocket science and is a great additional income. Let Staffingpreneurs Academy show you how to start your very own IT niche recruitment, staffing, and consulting business. Learn more at staffingpreneursacademy.com IT. That's staffing, P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S, academy.com slash IT right now. Okay, so when we're talking about generating this, this activity, let me explain in more detail. And this goes both for my recruiters that are listening, because I, as I've launched this podcast, I realize that a lot of recruiters are following me as well. So, hey, recruiters. <laughs> um, but this is also for recruiters and for my startups, for my staffingpreneurs, when I talk about generating activity, that means making phone calls. It means going to networking events. It means emailing. It means connecting on social media. It means commenting on a blog article that someone has done. It means going into forums and having conversations. It means, you know, creating a Facebook group where for for a niche space where you are providing value. It means sending out a postcard to someone you want to do business with. I can go on, you guys. 
<laughs> you want me to go on and on and on? It, it can mean so many things, but it is literally generating activity in your business. Now, I have to, the reason why I know for some of you, you're like, but D, that, that's just common sense, but it's really not. Because when I work with rookies, they are, um, I think, I don't, I don't know this to be true, but from what I have seen, they have initially uh, this fear of connecting with people. Some people, the fear is connecting with candidates. Some people, the fear is connecting with clients. Many times it's because they don't understand the value that they bring or they really haven't prepared themselves to work in this industry or to work in this business. But I have to tell you that I coach a number of staffingpreneurs. And one of the things that I see the most is they take pride and passion and they put so much time and energy and setting the business up and that's one thing right setting the business up is one totally different thing but when you are at the point now where you're ready to work in the business the business does not function listen to me the business does not function listen to me your recruiting desk will not move your business will not function unless you're generating activity and not just generating activity one day a week or three days a week you've got to generate activity every day of the week and you've got to be consistent this is where time management really comes in and plays a major part especially for people who are doing this business or working in the recruitment space on a part-time level it's almost like you've got to be married to your calendar to ensure that you are doing all the things that you need to do to generate activity in your business every day and so just the thought process I want to get you in the mindset of what it what it's like to generate uh, activity in your business. When you are planting um, a, a seed, when you're planting a seed and you're getting ready to, to, to grow a garden or wh whatever type of garden you're, you're growing, you know, and, and you're going through that kind of germination period where you're watering, the sun is shining, you're going over and you're talking to your plants and, or your garden or what have you. That's kind of the pregnancy stage. I call that the setup stage. But in order for that, that, that plant or that garden to grow over time, once it has, it's broke ground um, um, and, and it started to blossom, in order for it to continue to grow, you have to continue to do things to nurture that garden and to nurture that plant. And that's what generating activity in the, that's the area that generating activity in your business is all about. It is about you actually connecting every day, every day, every day, connecting if, if on both on the sales and business development, the, the sales and business development side, as well as recruitment. So never forget that every day you've got to generate activity in your business, no matter what. Don't forget it. OK, now we're going to go in to number three in just a moment. The StaffingStartup.tv podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions. Although we're licensed and authorized, we don't provide financial advice. So please consider your own situation or get advice before you make any decision based on anything in our podcast. Visit StaffingStartup.tv to learn more about how we're regulated or access our terms and conditions. Okay, so... 
the, the before I go into the third most important thing that you must do to grow your niche recruitment and staffing business, as well as your recruiting desk, is I want to do an honorable mention. And that honorable mention is to really build relationships. A lot of people don't really want to do that. They really see this business as a transactional business. And while there are some areas of the business that are transactional, um, for the most part, you're in a people business. And so you can't be too transactional with people or they're check out so quick. They will check out on you. So building relationships, real relationships. And if you don't know what that looks like, I want you to think about how you met your husband or how you met your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your partner or whatever it is. And what that process looked like for you. Did you guys just jump into a day one or was there a, a germination period of time where you kind of got to know each other so you've got to have real conversations and build real relationships so that's my honorable mention and we're going to end today's podcast off with number three the third thing that you absolutely must do in order to really grow your niche recruitment and staffing business and that is that's my drum roll. <laughs> that is follow-up. Oh my gosh, there is fortune in the follow-up. Can I hear you say that? Let me hear you say it. There's fortune in the follow-up. Say it louder. Fortune in the follow-up. Listen, that is the most honest thing I can ever tell you. There is fortune in the follow-up. When you start something, when you start to build a relationship, when you start to connect with people, if you don't follow up, then it's never going to go anywhere. I mean, I say this all the time, but think about your spouse. If they wouldn't have continued to call you or you wouldn't have continued to call them or text them or meet up with them, would you guys be together today? No. And what I have read, and this number has changed over time, honestly, but from what I have read, it takes between 12 and 24 times for someone to want to actually do business with you. And that can be on both the client or the candidate side. Honestly, some people you're going to have to nurture that relationship a little bit longer in order for something to really manifest into what you want it to be or what they want it to be. Right. So keep that in mind. But but following up is imperative. So most people stop following up after the third time they don't hear anything back. So that means that if you keep following up on the fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time, the ninth time, the 10th time, the 11th time, the 12th time, you are increasing your chances. You are increasing your number of opportunities to be able to connect with people and to be able to place people and to be able to do business with people that everybody else gave up on. Do not give up. Follow up. There is fortune in the follow up. How many people feel what I'm saying today? Huh? How many people feel what I'm saying? So my question to you, and I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to say, like, get yourself a checklist and, and say, okay, these are the top four, because I gave you four with an honorable mention, things that D. Williams, hey guys, <laughs> The D. Williams said, I must do in order for this to work out the way I want it to. So on your checklist, am I researching? Did I do my research today? Um, did I, am I generating activity? Am I calling? Am I, how many calls did I make? How many emails did I send out? How many connections did I make? How many networking events did I go to? Start managing that for yourself so that you can continue to bring this business to life. Did I follow up? Put it on your calendar. 
30 minutes every day, an hour every day. Did I follow up? Who did I follow up with? Did I follow up with people I've spoken with in the past? Did I follow up with people who have not connected with me in a while, who aren't answering my calls, my emails? Follow up, follow up, follow up. And then think, am I building genuine relationships or am I just trying to do my job? Because I'll tell you right now, when you take the time to build genuine relationships, this business, this job is no longer a business or a job, but it becomes an absolutely amazing opportunity type journey that will take you so freaking far. Get fired up, get passionate. I'm so excited that you guys have listened today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. And I'll see you on the next episode. I'm Dee Williams. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at StaffingStartup.tv. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please leave a five-star rating and a super awesome review so others can enjoy the show too. Check out the live video footage on YouTube. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.